Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. Let me ask you a question. Would you like to start with football or non-football this fine first Friday? Sun was out this morning. I thought we were going to get like a sun kiss. Now gone. But it was Apparently out this the morning. Well, the rain's some... coming. There's like a wall of water coming. The kid got some golfing yesterday. He, he did? Was, he was hot. Even through six. Is... Bring Stop that giving him down. strokes. Stop you got giving to. him I, strokes. guy's a sandbagger. I'm telling you. He's not a sandbagger. But sandbagger. He's I, in my he's wit, every time we talk about his golf and any time, that, the times that I've seen him play, he beat you and Agent to the Stars. And I think he beat you both straight up, didn't he? No. Didn't he? No. He did on the back. I shot like 75 that day. He shot no, in the high I thought 80s you were more like 80. Like, and he like whooped me. I thought you were more like 80 that day because you were not pleased with your play. I, I remember you pleased. were not pleased, and it was you had apologized afterwards for your uh, play. Yeah. I was high 70s. Yeah, I thought you were I high was in 70s. The 70s. Yeah, but, you were yeah. a 7. Um, and then Agent to the Stars would not take my caddying advice, and you predicted no. how that would go. Um, yeah. And then the kid, but I thought the kid on the back were like really had a run. He I, he probably did. I mean, I the feel kid like gets, he's a, he's one hot sand, tamale. I believe that's days. the definition of sandbag. Yeah, bag. he I mean, had a hell of a run. I felt like he just kept crushing it. This it is was just this, stacking pars. So this is what he did. So yesterday, thirty nine with a double on the front, forty seven on the back. So eighty six hit his first four greens, was even par going into seven, and then uh, he said it would have been, uh, and then a, a little bit fell off. The the wheels fell off just a little bit. But, what I think is always beautiful. He's definitely got it in him. What I think is beautiful about him is it does feel like if ever there is a break in the weather for him to play, he's ready and available. Of course he is. Yeah, he's which good is to go. Great. Which is and gorgeous. the best thing is his low round of his career was a 76 at Tanglewood. He had never broken 80, and he breaks 80 with a 76. Jeez. And I was there. This day I shot under par at Tanglewood and lost to him in a, with strokes. Yep. The best part was, though, I realized we were on the precipice of history. And so I fully, do- on video, and I have them to this day, fully documented the final two holes with my commentary Oh, so in he the had background. pressure. You, because I would think that would amp that up the pressure. pressure. Like, no, I was very quiet. I was very discreet. Oh, I was okay. very discreet. Although okay. I did ask, we'd had some in between hole interviews where, you know, how does he feel right now? The historic moment that you know, yeah. he's right here teeing off on eighteen, and on eighteen he had actually he hit a good good drive, and I was like, I was all for. I mean, I couldn't have been more his hype man. Missed the green left, chips it short, and had like a downhill sign hill, like thirty five footer. Sure, raindrops start falling, but with like a golden oh my sun God. on it. And he bombed it dead center. Wow! For a par for seventy six, and I've got it on. It's, I would need. Uh, we watch it on the anniversary of it every year. I would need some sort of enhanced relaxation methods to be able to play through that. So I think that's something that would be appropriate. Well, we'll think about that. We'll think we will. How we can yeah. make that? How, happen how we can you. make that happen? Um, yeah, that's great. So we got rain. That's where we're at now. Yeah, it's coming. Ooh. Whoa. What about that? Are we still on? <laughs> yeah, we're we're still good. So, did you hear that? What Nick? was that? Oh, I heard what that. that. I have no idea what Jeez. that was. Z's mic is Z's gone. Z's mic's gone. Z's mic is gone. Some new ones, right? Golf. All right, Nick, the show's yours. Next level coming up next. Next level's coming up next, apparently. That's it. I almost felt like it shocked me through the 
microphone. It sounded like, like it did. came through the microphone like I felt it almost on my, am I back now? Am I back? No, it's you. Oh, yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, you're here with me. Is it possible that these new luxury mics, that one of them just blew up in the middle of the show? It's, it sounded like it. Where's the cord? Did the cord come out? Oh my God! Could this? Did it just pop off? There is no cord. It just so Nick, relax. Everybody, calm. Remain calm. It's possible that the microphone did not explode, but rather that the cord, rather oh oh oh, rather that the cord connecting. Okay. Hello. Oh, there we go. But it like that was a there was a dramatic something surged and it shot it out. Yeah. There was Thor's lightning Working bolt. Working on it. I'll went text through Drew. it and Something shot, shot it, out. it out. Because I didn't move or t- I wasn't even touching it. I'm going to be honest with you, Nick. Uh, I don't know if it's safe for us to continue to do the show. I the next level should, is next. Uh, we should go play. You feel very safe. I feel so, like no, I'm in the I I How could I be in the it, same though. room as this? I felt the pulse of energy. I can't be in the same room with that type of electricity. It's impossible. It's dangerous. You are every day, baby. Yeah. That was me. Just, just a plump yeah. on a tee. Just a big... Plumpy T and you watching. Um, all right, so we got through that. That's um, crazy. It sh- must have. It, it shot, shot out. out of there. It it shot the cord out. That I mean, that's what happened. I've, I've never seen, seen that something in my, like that in a different environment. In, <laughs> during the break, I'm going to go back and find videos. it. During the break, I'm going to go the back audio. and find it. Yeah, no Good doubt. Idea. I'll get yeah. it. Man, I'm shook. I was too. I, was, I still am. Like I'm. Af- I'm afraid to touch shook, this, this big base. I wouldn't touch it. I was I was shook and then disappointed that we stayed on air because it would have been nice to just walk. You know what I mean? <laughs> would have been nice. You've had it. You want the first Friday? Yeah. Give it a first you Friday. You just had a week in the, in the Bahamas. I know, but once you you know that it's oh, the, the hardest. Taste. Oh, it's the worst. It's the taste. Yeah. You really, you know, you really got to stay nose to the grindstone. Well, it's when you it's, hop off, it's hard to get back on that horse. And you're not coming back necessarily in a time of great activity. Like I went for oh, my vacation say. and I came back into. An absolute your last a storm. Your last two vacations that you t- that you took that I re- so well no this would have been two of your last three. I don't remember what where were you last year vacation. I feel like something happened last year when you went on vacation. And we had to deal with a lot. Uh, we signed Clowney and I interviewed him from the beach. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> so two years ago though you go on vacation and you came back to COVID and then I didn't see you for a year. That's like, right. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. two years two ago years, it's yeah, that. Yeah. Last year, you're on vacation. We signed Clowney. That's right. And then this year, it's the Watson stuff. Yeah. All of that happens. And Jarvis. And J- God, that's right. And yeah, we Cooper had a busy trade. week while you and were gone. And the Cooper trade. That's right. Yeah. And it was quite busy upon my return. And then upon your return, it was busy. I flew back the Tuesday that it was. The Tuesday. The yeah. Tuesday. That it, yeah. And whereas I am coming back pretty quiet. Pretty quiet. Pretty pretty quiet on the NFL side of the things. Big, well, the big news today out of. The Cross Country Mortgage Campus. Sure. The Browns have officially signed center Ethan Posick. There you go. Posick. little depth at center. A Louisiana State product has appeared in 57 career games for the Seattle Seahawks over the last five seasons. I think seasons. he's milking it a little bit here with this. Yeah. A little bit of milking. There's a hitch in the giddy-up. Originally Am I wrong? selected Gibby? by the Seahawks. Am I wrong? In the second round. When I heard about the injury was, I said, well, when I looked at the way that the operation, as he was moving around the building, I thought, that's an Achilles, like he tore an Achilles. And then no, I was told like, like some sort of a, a some sort of a broken, broken bone in a foot. And, and we're moving like the fifth metatarsal, something yeah. like little. Yeah. We're walking around I like offer- we're Captain Hook. And it's I'm not I don't know that it's amputation. 
Like, like it, he's walking around like it's an Achilles. I love him, but I mean, come on. Yeah, he's like Treasure Howard Island. body bagging Peg people Peg since Peg we Pete. have to continue the show. We're still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told him to, as I get sidetracked here. I told uh, Sorry, yeah. our our good friend. There, we announced this like a get, week ago unofficially. I said he should get one of those scooters. You put your leg on the scooter and then you scoot around, and you can be zipping and zooming. I'd want it to be motorized. I don't want Fine. to have to do the work. They I have electric. Just... They have electric cars. Yeah. You can have an electric scooter. Yeah, they have. That's what I would do. Birds. I don't think we need any more electricity in the building. I'm still a little like I get a little nervous, Nana. Glad you're okay, scary, double exclamation point, Nana. Thank you for your I wonder message. if she saw it because she watches on the stream. I wonder if she saw it shoot out of there I like went, a missile. YouTube.com slash projectile. Like, that's the craziest thing ever. That, Like, these things, for those not in the in the biz. Is this, what is it, a USB? No, it's a, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a USB. But, like, you, you know what? My favorite you thing are to do. done for the day. One of my <laughs> favorite things to do to anybody who's, like, really engineering smart like Gibby, like with the setup of stuff, is to say things that I know are wrong just to watch them be in disgust. Yeah. Although, Move. It does appear that there is a USB port on the back of this microphone. Could convince me of it. I believe it that does, is right does, there on the bottom. Like yeah, the one on the bottom left right there. Yep, that's a USB. I don't want to stick my finger out. I text Drew, but I don't know if Drew survived so, your Hoff workout today. I know. Drew's so, doing the Hoff? So Drew, Drew, down to do yeah, the Hoff big workout moment today. today. Put your hands together. Drew Davidson, real fine man, went out there, went through his first uh, run through the Hoff. He made it about, got about halfway. He was gassed. He gave it his all, though, and he kept just saying, this, this sucks. But it didn't. Yeah. Did you see the Hoff, by the way, has now moved on to CrossFit? He was CrossFitting yesterday. He did yesterday. his first one yesterday, yeah. I don't want any part of that. I, don't, I, his, I hate none of CrossFit. That. Keep, your work, keep the workouts coming up. The, the Hoff is, inc- well, is so – when he's in, it's all in. It's all in. He's and a, so now it's, he's into the CrossFit. I hope have we, I need his workouts to keep coming. He will. Has he, has he done – have we had a, a debrief on Ireland from no, him? No, we need to get him on for that. I'd like okay. to have a full right, breakdown. So he did, a, you he did a Twitter breakdown. No, but I was just saying back to the for the people in the business, like you could pull on this cord. Like I am physically pulling on it, it won't come out. There's a clip that you would have to depress it, yes. to be able to release it. So the fact that it was expunged yeah. is really it's stupefying. I don't even know what to do with my hands. I'm a, I'm leery to touch to touch this. What I did You'll I, be fine. I, what's that from? I don't even know what to do. I don't even know what to do. And if not, I mean we're gonna get some big time clicks if you get shocked or electrocuted. Awesome. Like, I mean, we're awesome. gonna have some good Listen, it's there Will was a Ferrell. T- it's a Will Ferrell movie where he's like, I don't even know what to do with my it hands, is. but it I don't know. I don't remember what one. Is it Anchorman? Ricky Bobby. I feel like Ricky Bobby. Oh, Rick Bob. Rick yeah. Bob. Rick yeah. Bob. Yep. Shake and bake. Shake Back to bacon. Ethan Postick, originally selected by the Seahawks in the second round, 58th overall the 2017 draft. Started in 40 games, including 24 since 2020. Began his career as a left guard for the Seahawks, has transitioned to the team's starting center prior to the 2020 season, a native of Lamont, Illinois. And now he will compete with Nick Harris to be the Browns starting center this year, though I think that if you read, like, it's Harris's job to lose. Yeah. Um, and he's the guy that he's been in here working really hard. Love to get him on the show too, Gibbe. Nick Harris. If he's around, he's if we see list. him in the building, that'd be good to see if he I was actually on, in the I building. I believe he's on Gibbe's official list. Um, I put together a list for like the next three weeks. That's, I want a list for tomorrow. Okay. I want to. I want to interview tomorrow. Broken foot, walking around like torn Achilles. That's what I want in here. Kovash. I want him. Bring in him here. on. We're gonna have a real chat about things. Um, one of the greatest intellects in the building. 
And there's a lot of that. That ain't valedictorian of summer school. No kids. Enough from the clown tweets at the show. The video is amazing. Look like Nathan got shot. Yes, there is video of it. Someone has it. Yeah, my mom didn't see it. She wasn't looking at that, but she heard the sound. But I'm telling you, something happened. Oh, my God. Good God almighty. There's video of the projectile. Like, what if I this is like the Marvel Universe and tomorrow I wake up and I'm able to, like, shoot electricity out of my hands. I'd love it. I feel like it's not out of play. That's all I want. I'd love for you to be a superhero. I'd be very happy if you you can be you can be Iron Man and I can be the Favreau guy. Here we go. I'll go around helping you. <laughs> the kid, the kid. Do you really believe Nathan Zagura was discreet with the camera? Listen, it obviously willed him to greatness. Cleve TA in the car for a few, and I hear an incredible tale of your '76 at Tangled. I'd love to be invited the next anniversary viewing to be able to finish on top with that pressure. El Tiger, like it was, it was an absolutely yeah. magical. It was a magical thing. Enough from the clown. Mike is too far away or the volume level is too low. No, I think you're fine. Yeah. No, we were. I was almost. We were literally off almost air dead for a while. Yeah. Happy to be here. This is why I love you, man. Love you, man. I love you, Gibby. Gibby's working on things. Been a good run, man. That's a good, like whatever's so You tell happen, me the happen, word dude. and I'm throwing to the next level. All Gib- you got to do. That's not what he's talking about. Gibby is so comfortable with the idea of just like it being over. I am not. Like all of us that. being done. <laughs> Well, certainly like himself, but I feel like, yes, off the earth. Oh, Give no, is just I like, got a lot of good years. I don't want to shut it down I am yet. not ready, not even close to ready. I have a lot I'm to do. Lived, man. Give me, give me I, I, look, I got plenty of living left, but when it's time, it's time. And I've had a good run. It's been a good run. Jeez, you do the best you can. You yeah. have like, look at that guy. There he is. Should we get it? Come on in here, Drew. He's not limping on some I've been texting him. fifth meditation. Yeah, like, Come on in here. Get in. Come Tell on. you that. He's not doing that. No, he's walking around. He's drinking. He's hydrating. So the first thing we had to do today was 30 snatches for time, which is the Olympic lift where you All get right. it up straight over your He was gassed. And then he had to do some some banded stuff. Well, you've been doing this for months. Yeah, I was at a significant advantage. Yeah, and, you, and even previous to that, you were pretty rigorous with your working of out. It turns out that I was like in my well, mind. Well, not in I Hoff thought, world, but you were still. In my mind, I thought I yes, was. Yes, but, but you was, were, uh, you know, in a percentile of people you know, who work out, you would, you are a, in that percentile and you were, re- you were regular with it. I was like Del Buca Boca. And now, no, no, no. I don't like think living. you have any idea how few people work out and look none. Like not at all. Like none. I think there's a lot of people who don't do anything. What are you doing? Give Talking to Drew. Should we have Drew? What, Drew, how do you think about the mics? What does he think about the workout? We'll switch out a mic. Don't worry. Drew, what do you think about the workout? It's the real deal. It's the real deal. Boy, you, did you guys see this? That uh, Mickelson pulled out. He was invited to the Masters, but he wasn't. Out? The the commissioner's just talking about press it. conference was an hour ago, and he said the the, the rumors chair. that he was not invited are, are untrue. He was invited. He texted me that he would not be playing. <coughs> he and didn't want to be a distraction. Would be withdrawing. Okay. Hey, how about the Indians with Ramirez? That good deal got done. Five years, one twenty-four. That got done. Good it's great. It's good. Oh, the Indians. The Guardians, Am I gonna do, it's gonna I'm not correcting you on things like that. I, I don't know what I'm going to do with that. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's going to be a tough habit to break. I mean, you still were on the football team yesterday. The Indians today. This is, uh, there's a lot no of change. Way. Yeah. It's, both are going to be a very tough. It's going to be tough. I will say this. It's amazing that to me when I hear Washington in the NFL context, the first thing I do think of now is football team. So they, I have gotten – like off of Redskins totally. and into football team. Yeah. Commanders is yeah. still going to be very difficult. That's a real challenge. That is a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I, I, I think football team would have been fine. Just keep it there. Uh, you know, that would have been the way that you, you handle those things. Um, all right. Lots to get to on the program. We'll do have a little, as you can tell by the first 15 minutes. Um, 
We'll have a little fun. By the way, uh, a big signing in the NFL. We will get to that with the Buffalo Bills and Stephon Diggs. Uh, get you an update on the Masters as well. Our good buddy Austin Ward of Letterman Row will join us on maybe some day two, day three Buckeyes that we could keep our eye on. That will be at one thirty. He's a good man and thorough. Uh, we'll have a little mock draft action in the 2 o'clock hour of the program. Uh, we'll do a little better or worse, higher or lower as well. We're off and running on a first Friday, kids. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Oh, and on a first Friday, I got a perfect place for you. Head to Char Whiskey Bar and Grill in Rocky River. Over 300 whiskeys and craft cocktails paired with made-from-scratch menu items. Char will also be coming out with a new spring menu in a couple of weeks with new items on the brunch and the main menu. Support local. Visit Char Whiskey Bar and Grill in Rocky River or at charrockyriver.com. Perfect place to spend your first Friday. We had a tribunal in here in the break in terms of – and a lot of the blame came at you for what happened. And then what was interesting is I was waiting for video proof, and then there was none that proved that you did nothing. You did nothing. It was just sitting here. What do I do? In this case, nothing. As Alex in Ohio says, he goes – it must not have been plugged in all the way. When you first slightly bump it, it makes that noise. Then you bump again, it falls. Although I didn't bump it when, in fact, it happened. Based on the video, he says, it's the same noise old wired headphones make when you plug or unplug them from your Walkman. You were set up, bro. Whoa. Give it. Is this Drew's retaliation for the Hoff workout? The Hoff workout retaliation from Drew. For the it's banded squats and the banded chest press? It's in play. Nick, Sounds do you have Do you went like this. Yeah. Do you have, Nick, do you have the audio of, uh, of as it transpired? I, I do. Here it is. Yeah, that's great. So we got rain. That's where we're at now. Yeah, it's coming. Ooh. Ooh. What about that? Are we still on? <laughs> yeah, dude. Come on. Yeah, we're, we're still good. This is nuts. So, did you hear that, What Nick? was that? Oh, I heard what that. that. I have no idea what Jeez. that was. Z's mic is gone. Z's mic's gone. Z's mic is gone. Oh, my goodness. Some new ones, right? Golf. All right, Nick, the show's yours. Next level coming up next. Next level's coming up next, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh it's jarring even knowing it's coming it's jarring that sound no one wants to hear there, that sound. and i felt something yeah, nobody wants electrical current. yes yeah a surge that's a bad sound. let, let me that, isolate a, right on the sound one second oh i don't know i don't know nick i don't know if we it's, even might be, i might have post-traumatic it's recoiling i'm recoiling at the thought of it yeah oh Ugh. oh gosh that's brutal that is brutal You'll be fine. Rub some dirt on it. Give it. Been a good run. <laughs> uh, Stefan Diggs today, four-year, $104 million, 70 of it guaranteed, according to Adam Schefter. Uh, two years left of his old deal. He's now under contract with the Bills for the next six seasons. Oh, when I was gone, they got the public people to pay for their uh, stadium, I see. Oh, yeah. Quite a big portion. Quite a big deal, in fact. What a saunter. Eunuch Scarlet. Enoch. Enoch Scarlet. <laughs> Eunuch. No, no. Help. It says in Varus. <laughs> Lord Varus. Come on, baby. Uh, well, I don't think so. It seems like no, an, an impossibility. No. Yeah, given, impossibility. Given recent events. Recent events, it's an impossibility. The Quattro is, is amongst us now. Yeah, the Quattro is, is, is amongst us. So uh, the deal gets done for Diggs. Yeah, so they, and then they got the stadium. They picked the perfect time to do it. Have Josh Allen be the favorites to win the Super Bowl and then say, let's get a new stadium. That's right pretty smart <laughs> it wasn't exactly the greatest place to no to, to go for a football game no 
So I was. It's interesting too. It was what is it? One point two or three billion on the new stadium, and the taxes are going to be eight hundred million of it. Man, not bad. There's certain parts of the country where you can still do that, and there's many where you can't. Yeah, I'd say it feels like there are very few that you can. I can't still imagine. Do that. Is that one of one where you could do that? I mean, you'd love to think that if if somewhere in the future that we're going to do something, you'd love to see this this area. Sure. Really I mean, it, it would be a place rally. like this yes, or Green it, Bay or Pittsburgh. Not happening or, in L.A. No, or Texas. In, like, what was, how did the Vegas thing go down, though? That was private. Ad, didn't Adelson pay for most of that? Yeah, the guy who owns the win. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm pretty sure he paid for most. I think that's his name. I think he paid for Adelson. most of it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm, there could have been some public money, but, like, you're not getting anything public in, like, California's not giving you a cent. <laughs> Nana wants me away from the – get all away from that microphone – Get it in the surge Poor protector. Nana. I'm worried about you. She should be. Thank you, Nana. Yeah, that's right. I wonder. Looks like he's he's happy. He's behind glass. He's like, I'm what fine. Does he care? Like, I, I think don't in, care. in a way, like if our demise would be joy for him. Yeah, be great radio. I'm not rooting for anyone's great demise, <laughs> but like, I believe that we've been tasked with gaining followers. <laughs> We are. I feel well, like we're doing just fine. Good I news. Mean, how can I they think not? We're going to gain some if that. How are people not today? entertained? They'd be sad. What do you mean? Well, you'd, immediately you'd get a bump in viewership or, or listenership, but then it would be gone because we would lose the franchise. We can't lose the franchise. Um, do you remember there was a certain some dirt on it? There was know. a certain incident that happened, uh, and I believe we have a mug that is that is uh, forever captured the moment. I made the same face earlier today. You did, yeah. yeah. And um, and the response afterwards was, "Well, it's great radio." Oh yeah. You ought to have been the ones on the mic. Yeah, right. Wasn't so great for us, Bob. <laughs> there were, there were, no, there's been a number of Jeez. things that uh, people yeah. thought were great that uh, that we didn't eh, really I'm, weren't great. For I'm us. as big of a fan of anybody a, of a tightrope walk. I just like a net. Throw a kid a net every once in a while. That's fine. That's exactly. all I want. Give me a net. I'll bound around. Do whatever you need. Flying will end it. No net. I'll eh. slide right down the bowling lane. Just put the rails up on the side. Stick a, just give a little, a, little rail. Give bounce a chance. Sort of side to side. Fine. Take some pins down. Alex in Ohio. If we put odds on it, who's the favorite for trying to frame you? Gibbe. Gibbe, for sure. No doubt. Yeah. The one, one wrinkle in it is you doing the Hoff workout with Drew. That's a wrinkle that I did, was not aware of. But Gibbe is, would be the overwhelming. It would be kind of like t- in the old days you'd do Tiger of the Field. <laughs> Gibbe is Tiger. Gibbe is Tiger. And then it would be yeah. the field. I could see it be somebody like Gibbe. I could see either one of the Ibs boys because the BPA, like, I go and do interviews, and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll throw this on the BPA, throw it on the BPA. and not on this show. So maybe that maybe they're trying to eliminate this show through electrical murder. That could be. It's in play. What are we doing at the Masters right now? Are they par three in it? Not yet, but everybody's back outside. I think they're going to try to squeeze this in between thunderstorms. What are you looking at me for? What What is the – let me ask you. Neither of you guys have been to the Masters, right? I've not. Yeah. So – I want to. Yeah. Everybody who's been that I've talked to said that when you walk through the gates, it is like walking into – it's a step back in time. Like it's a – it feels like you close the door on reality and you are now in an alternate universe. You're in an alternate universe now where nothing seems a dollar fifty sandwiches and all this stuff, right? Um, the closest experience I could think of to this, I actually had one recently when I did the Hoosiers gym when I got the shoot yep. around. Like I walked through the doors and I felt like it was on the set of the movie because it was unchanged. And I, so then I was thinking, like in sports, how unique is that? 
What is the most walk into a venue feels like another like Wrigley probably had that. I was at Wrigley like 15 years ago and it felt like that a little bit. I've not seen a game at Fenway. NFL most of them are Mazer Lambo's the one that came most to mind. Lambo is awesome, but it doesn't necessarily feel to me like there's something insane happening. You know what I mean when you're there yeah. like that it's something completely insane that it's transformative like that. I'd, I'd honestly, the thing that I would most liken it to, which is not a sports venue at all, but it was being in downtown Charleston. I felt like I was in a completely different time yeah. and era. It's so preserved in terms of what it was. But there are very few things that evoke those type of things. And I think that's what makes it, would make it feel special. You're on hallowed grounds. For me being at St. Andrews, for example. Yes, I bet I that felt, would have a similar that way. feel to it. But Augusta, what's unique is, is from all accounts of people who I've talked to who have been there, is when you walk in because of it, I mean it's if you go look at it even on Google Maps like it's not like you can see a strip mall like you are inside the confines you cannot see out of it so I think that kind of adds to it right to where you are completely like even at St Andrews there aren't trees so you can see cars driving by right I mean it's not like it's not like it's completely isolated isolated yeah correct correct the thing also is I think that from what I've heard people who've gone there is that you have no idea of the actual topography and elevation changes from yeah. watching it on TV and just how killy and wild it actually is. I've known a couple of people who have played it and they say the same thing that the, you have no idea how how it's like Mirfield. Yeah. Except, except worse, but like you've played Mirfield. Yep. When you watch Mirfield, when you watch a Memorial tournament on television, you're led to believe it's a pretty flat setup. Mm -hmm. Wrong. Wrong. Very wrong. Very, very wrong. Very, very wrong. And I, I think Augusta's even that more. Like, it's even more than that in terms of uh, the hilly nature of it. So, all right, good stuff. Coming up next, Austin Ward, Letterman Rose. Some Buckeyes we could keep an eye out for in round two, round three. We'll get into that coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. OBM, Ohio Business Machine, preferred copier provider of your Cleveland Browns. Leave all the X's and O's for your office. Call 216-45-2000 or visit ohiobusinessmachines.com. Time for a head out on the hotline. We'll visit with our great friend Austin Ward, an excellent Ohio State beat reporter at Letterman Row. Austin, thanks for the time, brother. Let's let's start here. Obviously, we're not going to be in the market of the two receivers, um, but yeah. we spent a lot of time talking about those guys in January here on the show. Um, with Olave and Wilson, what do you see in them for, for whoever does get is fortunate enough to draft one of them? And there's no complaints. We like where we're at and like how we got here. But in terms of those two guys and where they're at and what you think they will be, what do you see? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're about all that you could possibly ask for coming out of the college level and going to the next level. I think Chris Olave is more uh, polished and maybe that means more pro ready for year one or, or year two. And if he, you know, I, I don't know how long either of them are going to last. I suspect not very long and, and not, you know, into the 13 range or so. But, um, you know, if Olave got to a team that was really ready to go and, uh, you know, he could play right away for a team that I think could make an impact in the playoff and be capable of uh, holding his own. Now, Garrett Wilson, I think, has the longer 
a higher ceiling long term um, than maybe Olave does. He's just he's he's so sudden with his movements, electric. Um, you know, the athleticism is off the charts, leaping ability. Um, but both of these guys have been well coached, uh, were blessed physically, have been in in systems that you know allow them to showcase a variety of different things. And I think that they're about uh, as well prepared to be NFL wide receivers as you could as ever hope for. Now you've still got to translate that into training camps and uh, getting used to the speed of the game and playbooks at that level. Of course, nothing is guaranteed, but you know, I would bet a lot of money that those two guys are going to be good at the NFL level for a long time. Yeah, there's no doubt, which is why they are highly coveted. And, yeah. and if you're them, this draft sets up pretty well. If Now, if the receivers go very early, it's not the same situation. But all of a sudden, you're in a draft where you know Kansas City and Green Bay are definitely taking receivers. They have multiple first-round picks and maybe the opportunity to move up to get one of these guys. Or if one of them happens to be there, you have an opportunity. That doesn't happen very often no. when you're that talented of a receiver to maybe get a chance to play with Pat Mahomes or with Aaron Rodgers. And I think part of this for Olave and Wilson is that you know, they're very good and they're going to be moving up draft boards just because they uh, they have, you know, three years of tape for Garrett Wilson and four for Chris Olave that is off the charts, uh, record-breaking stuff. And that's, that speaks for itself. But then they handled their business at the Combine. Uh, you know, they ran routes uh, and, and flashed more athleticism again at the Pro Day. So every box that they could check during this process, they did. So that solidified where they were in the minds of these you know, scouts, general managers, coaches, wherever during this process. But the fact that you also don't necessarily have four or five quarterbacks that are going to go in the top 15 uh, pushes them up even higher where, you know, in a normal year, uh, like for Chris Olave a year ago, he probably would have been, you know, drafted in the first round, maybe 30, 31, who knows, you know, if there's, there's no revisionist history to play there, but he wanted to come back and get a little better. Well, that decision could wind up being very significant for him financially because just the, the nature of this draft is very different because it's not uh, a ton of investments in quarterbacks going at the top. And that uh, is going to lend itself for both of these guys to go early and, and then see where they land and how much impact they can make come September. Well, unfortunately, uh, it won't be us because we're we're not picking till the second round. So no. let, let's let's get into uh, some of the, some of the guys who could be uh, on the Browns' radar. And and one of the positions of need is on the defensive line, both the interior and the edge. Not necessarily in the second round, but but two guys that come to mind are Haskell Garrett and Tyreek Smith. Um, what do you make of those two guys, and and what type of pros could they be? Yeah, I think that Tyreek Smith in particular has a lot of upside that has not been fully realized yet. And uh, mostly for him, that's because of injury. When he's been healthy, he has been one of the most impactful players that Ohio State has had and an incredibly disruptive force. If, if anybody uh, is worried about what you could get with a uh, 100% Tyreek Smith, just flip on the tape of Ohio State and Clemson in the Sugar Bowl, uh, you know, a year before last and what he did to Trevor Lawrence and, just absolutely dominating Jackson Carmen from start to finish. Um, he, there was a lot of talk here in Columbus for a long time about, boy, he's next in line. He's going to be the next Chase Young. He's in the line to be one of the bosses. That surge is going to come. And every time he was about ready for that, you know, some injury would hit. And it was after that Clemson game, he got a positive COVID test and wasn't able to follow that up the next week against Alabama. That's sort of been the way it's worked for him. Um, you know, you hope when you're drafting him that you – He's got all that out of his system, and you get nothing but good luck with him 
and good health. I saw him in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center this morning working out with Larry Johnson, getting ready. He's been around for most of the last you know couple months once he's finished up with the, the combine stuff and doing drills daily. You, you know how seriously he takes it. And if he gets a good break or two, uh, whoever drafts him is going to be really happy. Haskell Garrett, a lot of similarities there in terms of the injury. Uh, you know, he came out of basically uh, <laughs> off the mat entirely after getting shot in the face two years ago when the Big Ten is getting ready to cancel the season. He has that major setback. You don't even know if he's going to play football again. I mean, this was a serious, serious situation that nearly cost him his life. He responded by having an All-American season um, after having his jaw wired shut, not being able to eat solid food in training camp. One of the more remarkable stories that you're ever going to see uh, for a defensive tackle. He is a relentless worker. He is a solid, solid leader, character uh, guy for the Buckeyes, uh, and, and he can be really disruptive on the interior. He was at his best when he was next to Tommy Togiai, uh, and so he was banged up a little bit last year with the ankle as well. The numbers weren't quite the same, but um, you could tell all year long when he was out there that he was the energy giver for the Buckeyes, and uh, both of them, I think, are going to be well worth a draft pick. What's kind of the your your projection on where in the draft they would go? I think it'll depend on what teams, how comfortable they are with that injury history, and and that, that tolerance will be different for everybody. I think when Tyreek Smith was at his best, and if you watched that Clemson game that I talked about, he looked like a first-round pick. Now, he didn't do it consistently uh, throughout his career because of the reasons that I mentioned, and I think that's there's going to be justifiable you know, doubts about how much, how early you should go after Tyreek Smith. But, you know, if he's checked every box, which it seems like it has in terms of medical evaluations and workouts, he looked great at Pro Day, handled combines uh, well as, as well. I mean, I'd be surprised if given the track record of success for Ohio State defensive ends, if he lasts longer than the third round. Uh, I think Haskell Garrett's probably going to be available a little bit beyond that. Um it's hard for me to say for sure, but I think that that, you know, the injury history is going to be the single biggest question I think, for most of these teams when they look at them, because at their best, when they're when you put on the film, you know that they can perform at a high high level. I want to ask you about Jeremy Ruckert because the Browns are a team that you know likes to use the tight ends. I think with Deshaun Watson, a quarterback will play more eleven personnel, more three receiver sets than all the heavy stuff that we did, but. You know, you look at this roster right now, and you've got David Njoku, you've got Harrison Bryant, but, you know, Austin Hooper is going to be moving on, and he's with the Tennessee Titans now, and, and you really don't have a ton of depth behind those two. Ruckert's a guy I've seen people compare to Dalton Schultz, a, a talented pass-catching kind of move tight end. What do you like about him? Where Where's kind of the scuttlebutt where he would go, and, and what could he bring to the Browns? Yeah, he's really been hurt um, by the by unavailability throughout the combine process and pro day. I talked to him. Again, uh, a week or so ago, he wasn't able to go through pro day. Uh, you know, wasn't able to do the running uh, and catching stuff at the combine because he had uh, a plantar fasciitis situation going on with his foot. He's been in a, a boot and hasn't been able to go through and really, you know, show some of the measurable athleticism that he has. Now he's another he's another guy with a ton of film. Whether that's success as he transitioned to become more more of an all around guy blocker, he came. To Ohio State, he was the number one tight end in the country, but Man. he had never really played the position. He had always been a wide receiver, and you know, doing most of the stuff with the route running and, and catching the football. That's always been his strength and his forte. 
and it took time to add on some of the muscle to get more comfortable, you know, working closer to the football and, and blocking for the running game. Uh, you know, two years ago, he was really at his best when he was uh, able to be in 12 personnel and work in tandem with Luke Farrell, uh, who is with the Jaguars. Um, but Ohio State, again, you know, they don't throw the football a lot to the tight ends. When they did, Jeremy Ruckert made a ton of plays, some flashy ones, one-handed grabs. So he can add a little bit of a flexibility, I think, to, you know, an NFL system. He's, he's not going to be uh, someone you want to attach to the line of scrimmage and have him block on third and short over and over. That's not going to be his forte. But if you want to get a little more creative with your offensive package, I think that's something that Jeremy Rucker can definitely provide. Talking to Austin Ward, a letterman row, you, you obviously get to watch a lot of Big Ten football as well. Are there some guys around the league uh, that, that, that maybe aren't getting the attention that, that you think maybe they ought to based on what you saw last year in Big Ten play? Oh, well, it's a good question, Bo. I mean, I, I think that, you know, I don't know about the other side of the rivalry, how, how popular it is to talk about that in Columbus. But, you know, those guys that were they were pretty successful on their offensive line, they won – uh, you know, a Joe Moore award. Uh, I don't know what their draft stock is like. I know that when I saw them, you know, battling in the trenches, and really that goes for both sides of the football for what the Wolverines did in November in the big house, it's very rare that Ohio State doesn't win the line of scrimmage. And that didn't happen in that game, and that's why they lost it. So I know that there's a ton of attention um, on those two defensive ends and, and what they can do, how high they could go. But, you know, there's there's talent on both sides of that line of scrimmage that – um, you know, I don't, I don't hear that much about their offensive linemen, but um, that's another place that's put some guys into the league who've had success for a long time. Uh, I, I would think that they would merit some consideration as well, as much as it might be difficult to talk about that uh, down here where I live. Certainly, buddy. Uh, so we'll get you out of here on this one. Pro day a couple of weeks ago, and much of the attention was on not necessarily the two receivers who were brilliant, but was on the quarterback, C.J. Stroud. And yeah. a lot of Browns fans are Buckeye fans. And I've, I, I know you and I talked about this uh, earlier this week in the morning, and, and I was talking a little bit about C.J. Stroud. And just to give Browns fans an idea, I kind of think that there's some unprecedented territory you're heading in here with Stroud where it does feel like he has a chance to be kind of the consensus guy going into this year. And a lot of that had to do with what people saw from him at Pro Day. Uh, do you think that he is worthy of that praise and of the thinking that, that he is that? Yeah, I do. And, I, you know, I think – if you gave some you know, truth serum to Ryan Day, they, they knew he was going to be very good. And, you know, there was a reason that, uh, you know, my, my colleague Jeremy Birmingham, high, Birmingham and I went out to California to meet CJ when he was in high school. So I've known him for a while and I've known his personality. And I think there was like, all right, he's going to be good. How is he going to take to the pressure? How is he going to take to learning this more complex offense? All the things that go into it. Uh, you couldn't, you didn't know for sure that it was going to become this. And then you went through September and you had to handle growing pains and adversity and a shoulder situation, and none of it went smoothly. And then you say, well, you really don't know. It could go one way or the other. The way he responded after a little bit of break in September, uh, the run that he went on, the poise that he's shown, the way that that personality and leadership has started to shine through, he's, he's absolutely, uh, in my opinion, worthy of that talk to be number one overall next year he's only getting better the workout you know he's in shorts and a t-shirt throwing to wilson and olave there's no defense that's fine he's going to look good but it's another thing to see not just what he did in the rose bowl not just playing through the flu against michigan like 
you know, student appreciation day. We're out there to see live, live work and the bullets flying. He's so calm in the pocket. He's so poised. The accuracy is next level. You could just see everything. Um, it's a cliche, but it's slowing down for him. And he was already extremely good. But Ohio State rarely gets a second year with these guys who are high-end draft prospect, prospects. It's a little bit of uncharted territory in that respect because Justin Fields had that robbed by uh, COVID, stunning a little bit sure. of that development that he might have wanted. But, yeah, so this part, he's on the upswing bow, and it's it's pretty remarkable what he could become. Did you feel coming out of this, obviously the great season, this pro day, having all the NFL people there, and as Bo mentioned, that's what everybody was talking about, that right now he is in, you know, it's been a long time since we've had the favorite to go number one, since Trevor Lawrence, and really before that it was probably Jameis Winston, where the favorite to go number one is known going into the college season. And he's got to be, I would imagine, on that short, it's either him or the kid, Bryce. Bryce Young out of Bryce Bama, Young from but, Bama. You know, CJ's so much taller. Yeah, Bryce. But I'm saying CJ yeah. Stroud might be. Was was there talk yeah. about that? That okay, this is this is the guy. This is the number one guy next year. Yeah, I mean, I think that at, at the day you could see the teams lining up. Coach head coaches that were there, Lovey Smith. You know that they're probably going to be. Uh, who knows what's going to happen with Davis Mills? But you know, potentially in the market again in Houston next year. Um, you know, Tennessee started to prepare for the future. Mike Vrabel, so the head coaches that were there, they wanted to talk to CJ and shake his hand and get to know who this guy was as much advanced work as they can. So, you know, CJ wanted to put on a show. I talked to him after I talked to him again this morning after practice. Um, you know, this stuff is, he knows that he's not a finished product yet. And it's a unique situation because if he was in this draft right now, he probably would be the first quarterback taken Yeah, the situation that he's in. So, um, you know, he understands that that hasn't been accomplished yet. He wants to win a Heisman Trophy. He wants to win the national championship. And then he wants to be the number one overall pick. Those goals have never been something that he's, he's hidden or, you know, tried to keep disguised. He's been honest about that. And he's got high standards. Ohio State has high standards. Uh, and, I, you know, it's hard to see right now what's going to trip him up from doing that because, Everything is in place, I think, from his mentality to the, t- the pieces around him, to the offensive line, to the coaching staff that can help him get there. Great talking to you as always, my friend. Thanks for your time today. All right, see you, boys. All right, that's our good friend Austin Ward of Letterman Row joining us on the hotline. So think about this. Not only will Ohio, could Ohio State have the number one pick in the draft, the quarterback, in C.J. Stroud, they very likely will have the number one receiver. Yep. Because some people think that even as good as Olave and Wilson are, Jess, Jackson best. Smith and Jigba is better. And last year they had him in the slot, and yeah. now they're going to put him outside, and they'll have Marvin Harrison Jr. in and Emeka Abuka, who was the number one receiver from last year, in. Their fourth receiver is a kid named Julian Fleming out of Pennsylvania, who was the number one receiving prospect three years ago. So those will be their four receivers with C.J. Stroud and Travion Henderson, who was the number one running back in the country from two years ago. So they'll be good. They always, they're always, good. they're always good. Yeah, they'll be real good. But that's, I mean, they would have, they have a chance to have two top ten offensive picks. Yeah, Smith Definitely. and Jigma will be the first. I think he'd be the first receiver, and Stroud will be the quarterback. If you guys, cool. you're at Augusta and you get. These are the five sandwich choices for a buck fifty. Chicken salad, chicken, pimento, eggs, <laughs> egg salad, and ham and cheese on rye. 
There's only one sandwich I could even order. The chicken one? The chicken. You said chicken salad? Chicken. Chicken, chicken salad. No. Pimento. No. Egg salad. No. God. <laughs> and I'm, ham and cheese on rye. I, I would go chicken salad or pimento. So like what is the what is the pimento? You've had pimento, right? Like you've seen that when you were in Atlanta, didn't you didn't you ever see the pimento? Like they'd have it at the grocery stores, like the pimento cheese dip. You ever saw that That's stuff? That's not in my I wouldn't my I could walk right past I would never even look at it. Do you know what I mean? I do. Oh. Well, you're Isn't changing pum- yourself. What's the thing they stick inside of like an olive? Yeah, it's those, and then it's cheese, and it's like this orange stuff it's in. No, thanks. <laughs> My great friend Ritesh Krupti, that was one of his greatest moves of all time. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> that's great. So good. <laughs> I stole it from Tony. What would you so do? I would do the pimento yeah. because it feels like that's the thing that only they do. I have had pimento on a sandwich before. In the South, I remember having. I feel like on, there was something in Charleston. I feel a, like you could get for that sure. In Charleston. It would be in Charleston. A white bread. I've had it with white bread with ham and a tomato. I've had that with pimento on it, but I can't imagine it by itself with white bread. But they've been doing it for so long that it must be good or good enough. It, it has I mean, to be. If it's a favorite there, then it's right. It's then the it's pimento cheese sandwich is what you get. It's like getting. It's like getting a hot dog. At, with the bun at the turn at the memorial. Yeah, right. This like is what the, you do. You go down to the shack. You grab it. It's a famous little thing. Yeah. You feed the, the fish. Yeah. And then you go. Um, we got to play that media day, don't we? The three of us? That Mirfield media day? You call Sprousey? Yes. Take the show on Please. the road? Who needs a show? Thanks to the official teaching pro of the show. <laughs> the next. Thanks to the official teaching pro of the show. We've got beautiful hats. Mike uh, Dixon, thank you. In homage of his incredible generosity, uh, tomorrow we'll be decked out in all his gear. Are we wearing all the Masters gear tomorrow? Well, and his I'm going to wear the the hat hat and the Masters. Yeah, the full gear will be – yeah, that's right. It'll be it'll be the official teaching pros day well, as it should yeah. be. The, the part but three is underway, but you can't watch it anywhere. Maybe on masters.com. That's you can it. Watch They're it. pushing everybody there. Or ESPN Plus, I think, is where you can watch it currently. Yeah. You don't like eggs, so that was never gonna work for you on the eggs. The um the chicken sandwich, my hunch is that that's probably a pulled chicken. Which I don't think might it's a cold not be cut. bad. Well, I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's quite good. Get a little barbecue sauce? I'm guessing everything has mayo. No, Dukes. everything's gonna have Duke's mayonnaise. Out. Then I can't. I, I'll just have to. What I'll need is a very sharp knife, so that I may scrape it off the chicken. <laughs> I'll throw the top bun out anyway. They're a buck fifty a piece. Like you'd be tempted to just buy them all and try them all, but I don't think that they would appreciate that type of grandstanding. No, I think maybe what I would have to do is buy three chickens and that way i could slice if there's chicken that's touched mayo i could just slice that part off <laughs> and then i'd stack them together and make a good chicken somebody said to me uh this morning is it possible that augusta national and the masters is single-handedly keeping the disposable camera business in business because you can't bring a phone in yeah you have to put it in a locker <laughs> might be the only place left where you need an, an actual camera are you allowed to bring in a disposable camera i imagine that clicking would be very distracting to, I don't know. The, to the golfers. Yeah, I don't know. They'd frown upon that. I don't know, but you definitely can't do a phone. You go into that merch tent. What's the first thing you're going for? You see that merch tent. I would want a green, if it even exists, mm-hmm. quarter zip with the just the yellow logo. That's what I would want. 
Yeah. That would be gorgeous. I've never seen that, though. I've never seen that. Well, and I remember the official teaching pro when he was so kind to gift us the, yeah, the, the beautiful, beautiful quarter zips we have. Yeah. That they actually have an Augusta National logo with a green flag yep. that is not the Masters logo. Correct. So that's a similar thing that Mirfield does. Mirfield has the Memorial Tournament logo, but they also have Mir- the Mirfield logo. Correct. So they're two different two different things there. I right. believe the hats we have are just Mirfield. Are the Mirfield. Mirfield. Yeah, they're indescribably beautiful. Yeah, gorgeous. You'll see them tomorrow. Um, all right, Rumpke Waste Recycling, family-owned and operated. Whether you join them as a customer or an employee, you'll become part of the family. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more on that side of things. Do a little mock draft madness. Uh, that is, oh, we'll also draft our teams. we got to do Masters, right? Gotta I feel like we have to. Of course. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that as well. Fun final hour here on a first Friday. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. tell you what my friends at the bath authority they can give you the bathroom of your dreams you can transform it your current bathroom into a custom bath equals spa like feeling my friends the bath authority it's a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors the bath authority is cleveland's premier bath and shower remodeler they are experts they are factory trained you call now you get 500 bucks off that next custom bath or shower remodel at 216-220-8399 or thebathauthority.com it's where affordability meets quality guys they have the largest selection of bath projects are all made in the united states you can change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding acrylic tubs they insulate and keep the heat in tub to shower conversions superior products expert installers and again 500 bucks off right now bathauthority.com 216-220-8399 tell them both sent you they'll take care of you let me run this by the both of you Please. Last night after the hoops ended, we'll get to the mock drafts in a second. After the hoops, I watched the Cavs. Ugh, tough, tough spot. After all of the good of this, like they may not even be in the playoffs, and save me this notion of play-in game. That's not the playoffs. Like you need a series for it to count. And right now they're the seven, so they would host the Nets. That ain't going well. Well, you got to play the Nets, I think. You got to play the Nets and the Bucks. still. You got to win one of those two, I think, to even To be, be in the 7-8 game. Yeah. Okay, so if you're not in that, then you're in the 9-10 game. So then you have to win that to play the loser of the 7-8 to be the 8 seed. So it's very – I think it's more likely than not, based on their current style of play and their injuries, that they, that they probably will not be having a series, which sucks, because they've had an awesome year and they're well ahead of schedule. So after that was over, one of the showtimes was airing back-to-back Beverly Hills Cop, Beverly Hills Cop 2. Oh, boy. So I've seen both of these a lot. I haven't seen Cop 2 in a really long time. So that's Brigitte Nielsen. Fantastic. Um, Red Sonia. Is that – also, wasn't she in Conan the yeah, she's, Destroyer? Yes, she was Or in, Barbarian. Not Destroyer. She was in the – Barbarian or Destroyer? She was Red Sonia uh, in the first – let's hear it. Hold on. Hold, please. Go on. Continue on. I'll get you. She was in the first one? She was not – the Destroyer is the one with um, – the Abo and Wilt Chamberlain, Wilt Chamberlain and all that. And so Barbarian had is the original. Brigitte but there Nelson was, was in I, that, I think, and then she did a standalone Red Sonia. You're right. Yeah. She was also in Cobra with Stallone, which is yes. remarkable. So Red Sonia, 1985, 
was she was her first one. So Conan is in Red Sonja. I don't think she was in a Conan movie. Oh, Conan shows up in Red Sonja? Yeah. Rock, really? Yeah, Rocky the Fo- Rocky Four. obviously. She was with Drago. And then Cobra in 86, Beverly Hills Cop 2, 87. Yeah, she it's does. a hell of a run. Really good. And then Gastineau to Stallone or Stallone to Gastineau. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, she started off just real strong. Yeah. So she was not in one of the Conans. So maybe I, I have to have seen Red Sonja. Otherwise, it wouldn't make sense. So I, I do remember her with Schwarzenegger and something. Yeah, he's in it. He's in Red Sonja. Okay. In Red Sonja. As Conan? No, he is. Hold on one second. Lord Kalar? Kalar? Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So he's in it, though. Yes. All right. So anyway, I'm watching this, and it occurs to me that, and I, I'm certainly not suggesting that Beverly Hills Cop is some sort of artistic level of the Godfather 1 and 2 or of the Star Wars first two Star Wars. But as a as a primary intellectual property and a backup to it, Cop 1 and Cop 2 have got to be way up there. They're both great. Fantastic films. Cop 2 is great. Was it, is Cop 2 in the amusement park? No, no, no. no. That That's three? off the cliff. Yeah. That's so, three. That was shot at my local amusement park growing up. Oh, so it, has a, it had a warm spot yeah. in your heart. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Cop you might 2 be the is the only one. Cop 2 is Jewel Thieves. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the the captain from the previous year who stuck up for Axel Foley gets, gets shot, shot up by Brigitte Nielsen. And then Eddie says he's in the middle of a, uh, you know undercover operation in Detroit. He's got the Ferrari. Then he comes back to L.A. to sort things out in Beverly Hills with Taggart and, uh, and your other boy there. And uh, Rosewood, is that his name? Yeah. So they, they go. Sounds but, right. But the two... Back to back, really good. Yeah, and, and really good. How many times do we get a sequel that? No, no, not no. so great. Right, usually this it is happens, right on par with the first one. I think it's an equal and, and maybe superior. Like Die Hard one to Die Hard two. No, no. Even like Indiana Jones, like Temple of Doom was a debacle compared to the first one. Last Crusade was great. Yes, Last yes. Crusade brought it back. Was great. Agreed. Brought it back. But yeah. you know, and I Temple of Doom. It's it's fine, but like it's a big step back off of Raiders. Judge Reinhold had a Judge a, Reinhold. What had, a run! He had a nice run. He had a great run. Yeah, Fast Times. Yeah, so many films. Back to the in. Future. I think the middle one's a little dicey. Pretty dark with not Biff great running things. Agreed. Three's good. Three's great. Yeah, in the Old West, but two's a little dark with Biff. The realities. Yeah, I'm looking at the cast of Beverly Hills Cop Two, I didn't know that Hef had a cameo in it. Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. They oh, go to the sure. Boy they Mansion. Go, they go to the mansion, yeah. And he threatens to throw everybody out, and everybody's like, no, 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 no yeah. problems. No problems here. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah, he's he, – yeah. And then the, – so I don't remember another 48 hours compared to 48 hours. I don't either. And I don't remember 48 hours ago. nearly as well as I remember Cop. Beverly Hills Cop was far preferable. i tell you in, what. In my house. Caddyshack, too. Not. No good. No bueno. No, it's hard to get a round two. A lot of people like Godfather two more than one. I still prefer one to two. Two gives you a nice background. It's, it's, it's nice, not right. It's not the it's off a, the it's cliff level of some of these other twos that we're no, discussing. No, no. Most people think Godfather two is like the superior better. movie. I don't like it as much as one. One is the I like one. The best. I like one better. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's hard to do that though. One thing I will say is I preferred two and three of Lord of the Rings than one. Yes, from a from a a movie standpoint and from an action standpoint, yes, because one takes the first 
I mean, one was so hefty, you needed two DVDs back in the day. It was like the, two hours of, of backstory. setting you up and getting you immersed in the world. Then you got go. some fun stuff at the end with the Urukai. But, yeah, what, I loved one because I like that yeah. scene setting and getting the feel for of all of it. But you're, at twos and threes, great. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're all great. The thrill at the end of two is incredible. Oh, like yeah. the, the battle at Helm's Deep is it's out. It's, awesome. It's electric. How old do my kids have to be to see that? Are we talking 10? 12, all of them 12? My kids have been through all of it as of a – we haven't watched those in a few years, so I would bet Bryce was two years to maybe 10, 9. Okay, not Bootsy, though. He's not ready for Iroquois. No, they're scary. Yeah, he doesn't need to know any of that. There's some scary stuff in there. Yeah. For, yeah. But it's not done in a very <clears> – while there is great violence, it's not done in a realistic or gory way, per se. No problem with that statement. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Uh, we have some mock draft madness. Charles Davis at NFL.com with his most recent mock drafts. He has Trevon Walker, the defensive lineman out of Georgia, to Jacksonville at number one. That would be a surprise. Uh, first quarterback off the board, Malik Willis going Carolina. I'm telling you these guys, there's going to be four of them by the time it's said and done. Kenny Pickett to the Steelers. Matt Corral to the Lions at 32. Six receivers in the first round, says Charles Garrett Wilson, to Atlanta, they don't have a quarterback. Like, what? What point are we just going to keep drafting weapons? Every time you, I turn around in a mock, Atlanta still, they they don't have Atlanta taking a quarterback. I, I think, they are trying to get, make their situation appealing to somebody. So if you say so you that's can come the new in here thing to with do. Wilson, and you got Kyle Pitts, Atlanta's great. We got this great dome. Yeah, come on down. Like if you're Kyler, a, Kyler, right. Lamar. So that makes you – exactly. They are the only two I can think of because we're not in sure. any – I do think one thing that's interesting, and I, I saw the – was reading the Katie Blackburn, the uh, vice president of the Bengals now, uh, Mike Brown's daughter, had some comments at owners at the owners' meetings about, you know, the Burrow situation and how they're going to handle the finances of that. The next two guaranteed contract guys that are going to come up where the guarantee from a quarterback is going to be astronomical are both franchises – where the wealth of ownership is from the franchise. Right. So they are not. So it's Herbert it's, it's, and Burrow. Right. We've, we've talked about that. Peter That's King had a tough thing about that in his piece on Monday. And Zagura, it was exactly what you were telling us uh, last week about the amount that you have to have to be able to put into the fund that guarantees into the escrow. Into escrow. Thank yeah. you. And I do wonder they, if they will adjust Why don't they just they get rid of that rule? Look, yeah, just get no, rid of that rule. Who's defaulting? None of these people are going to default on this. I have to think, is that where did that rule come it's from? It's a fifty-year-old rule. I was talking fifty-year-old. Yeah, I think so. Like as old as it gets. I remember there was always. Um, I remember talking to my father-in-law this about Art Modell with like the Andre Risen contract that like he didn't have the funds to like pay him. Um, yes. And there's been issues with that with the Raiders in recent years with Khalil Mack. There was always that whisper. That, would, why? That's why they didn't trade him. Right. That they didn't have an ability to pay the cash part of it. So um, that could be part of it there. Todd McShay's most recent mock, Aiden Hutchinson going number one to Michigan. He has so Trevon Walker is shooting up the boards. He Clearly, has him too. that's coming from yeah, information. Yep, uh, Thibodeau going to the Texans at three. Wilson four four to the Jets. Pretty high on that Kenny one. Kenny Pickett first Pickett. quarterback off the board at six. six. That's a little desperate to me. Drake London receiver again to the Falcons. Now, the I, Falcons like, I do also... like Kyle Hamilton, the kid out of Notre Dame, going seven. I like him. Boy. It... 
it's interesting. People talked about him being like the third or fourth best player in he the ran draft, and now like he's going number eleven to the Commanders in in mm-hmm. Charles Davis's mock. People say he like, might fall even further because he ran a four seven. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't remember it being a problem for him playing. No, it didn't, um, didn't seem that way. Uh, one thing, that, the other part with the Falcons is that maybe they say, look, let's just keep getting skill position talent so that when next year we're picking bingo early when C.J. Stroud steps into this organization he's got we've got a pretty ready-made team around him yeah so i don't believe this like via mock trade with the chargers like why would the chargers give the chiefs the artillery to go get Jamison williams if you're the chargers you would never help them out like you're gonna be going toe-to-toe with them you don't ever you don't want that right ever you want them staying down Uh, there steelers with malik willis at 20 uh dean that's that is exactly how i could see the patriots picking like a linebacker out of georgia that fits their mo you think Willis will be on the board? At tw- it's interesting between mm, maybe who knows these quarterbacks. But you, as you said, you know we get four of them because they're quarterbacks. But at the same time, it does feel like in a lot of these mocks they're not going. Here's the guy that if you're the Browns and you're hoping for a receiver in the second round, here a couple names for you: Sky Moore. He has him going 36 to the Giants, um, which would be would be bummer for the Browns. And then really, you're thinking right. You're thinking receiver. You're thinking defensive end. Logan Hall, the DN from Houston to Seattle, 41. Here's a guy a lot of mocks I've seen that go two rounds have had to the Browns. George Pickens. He was a five-star kid out of high school. George Pickens, it says in here. Colts don't have a first-rounder, but Pickens has five first-round traits. Torn ACL last March. Pushed him to day two conversation, which means he could be a steal. Great at getting off press coverage. Ability to track the deep ball might be his best skill. It sounds like something we want. 6'3", if I'm not yep. mistaken. Big He's guy. a dude. So, He's another receiver that the Browns, I'm sure, would be interested in. And at 44, he has the Browns going. Travis Jones, defensive tackle, UConn. Cleveland sacrificed significant draft capital, Land Watson, but it still has three day two selections. Edge rush, wide receiver, and defensive tackle will likely be top target. I mean, this is, again, one of those drafts for us where it's just very clear, it seems like, what, what, we, our, what, what our picks are going to be. <clears throat> Says he can occupy double teams against the run and only has some consistency issues. The talent is there. I feel like Edge is Boy, more has- pressing right now. He has David Ajabo dropping all the way to 51. It, so if you're the Browns, let me throw this at Which you. Which is surprising to me. I liked him. John Mechie, 49 to the I Saints. I like Mechie too. So if you're the Browns, mm-hmm. Ojabo tears his Achilles at the pro day. You are likely to not get much, if anything, out of him in 2021. 2022, which is the year we're in, actually. Not what are we back. doing? What are you doing? Achilles, or did he do a Achilles? Okay. So you're not likely to get. But this the was red a red shirt. This was the guy that was going to go top ten, top fifteen. Man, if you can get Clowney in the fold, so you get Clowney in the fold. You have Winovich as your third, and then Ajabo's here on a red shirt year to take over. Yep, sold. I'd be pumped about that. Now the uh, the other hand is, are we hoping that our second round pick this year is going to contribute because we're trying to win a Super Bowl? That, it's one of those the Titans are certainly not sad that they missed out on a, the bulk of the rookie season of of Jeffrey Simmons they're quite pleased that they've got yeah. him now in there with their I think team. that we have enough talent that we can do that type of move the Ajabo move I think we could do that type of move you have to it's you must have Clowney back in the mix prior to the draft to be able or to or an do equivalent that. Someone similar. I don't know that there is. Well, there isn't an equivalent, but you know what I mean. Like yes. somebody else who can who can do that. I haven't looked at the free agent DNs in terms of who's out there left other than, I mean, we just want Jadevian back. Yes. So that's where you are on that front.
but fascinating. And it's it's weird to be out of the mix. I was watching some of our scouts walk around the building today, and I'm thinking about all of those guys who spent all of that time thinking we were picking a first, you know, having a guy at 13, <laughs> and now you have to adjust, and yeah. you're jumping to 44. We have a lot of draft ammunition, though, too. We do. We still have the ability to maybe move around if we want to go up and get somebody who's there. Um, and 44, if I'm not mistaken, that's right around where we got Owusu Koromo last year. What was that, 42? 42, right around there. And Grant Delpit was right around there I was going to well. say Delpit, too. Yeah. And we moved well, back and we those got are Delpit dudes. And, and Nick Harris. So we've done a pretty You're good gonna get job. A good dude. We've done a pretty good job in that room. Hey, did you guys see Newsom on, on Twitter talking about those single digits looking pretty nice? Is he trying to he angle said for that a he single? Is not, he said he is not changing his uniform. So He's not he angling. said they were looking good. He also just signed with a new agency, Clutch Sports. He announced that on Twitter today as well. Are we? Uh, is it? Is it officially? Is it unofficially officially the 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 way that we do the single digits, where it's only guys who come in via trade or free agency? It feels that way right now. Like if you're right? drafted or you're here, you don't get an op- opportunity. But if you are traded for or a free agent signee, you do. Yeah. I wonder if maybe on like a second contract, if you'd get an opportunity to make a switch at that juncture. I mean, that seven is still out there for somebody. Oh, right? Maybe. There's no seven. No. We don't have a seven yet, do we? Did we give it to a punter or a kicker or anything? No, we announced. No. What's Brissette Hold wearing? On. Hold on. We... Uh, JOK, by the way, was picked two, uh, pick 52. Oh, 52. wow. I would not Grant have had that. Grant Delpit was picked 44. <clears throat> Delpit, Same. so there right it is. There. Right there. Uh, the Browns tweeted out today some new numbers for uh, players on the team, which I'm looking for right now. Maybe it's been moved, but I thought I saw that. Wasn't that on there earlier today? Am I making that up? I know Winovich. We had one that had a bunch of a list of people. Anyway, hopefully Greg Newsom can correct. Congratulate I'll, LeBron James and Clutch on not making the playoffs like again. I thought you'd like that. You're darn right. I like that. It's a good day. I can't wait till he's back here, leading this young he's group, not, trying to get another championship, and you're back. going nuts. I can guarantee it. Bounding around. Not you can guarantee back. it. Why would you say that? <laughs> oh, I didn't realize Dan Gilbert was producing the show. Not coming back. I can guarantee it. Give me just twice guaranteed. in four years. Just Not guaranteed. making the playoffs. Congratulations on all your successes. Yeah. Well, you you enjoyed that championship he gave you. There's nothing like a Gibby guarantee. It's the best. Yep. <laughs> and he did one did oh. win one since. Yeah. So he gave you the one in sixteen. He won another one. In a bubble. And somehow in you're winning. It's amazing. Fantastic. Thinks he got shortchanged on the parade based on all the other LA teams and what they've done. He's right. I mean, they did. And it's good. That is in all seriousness. Like that's a, he is, he's in a really precarious spot with that organization because the way that I don't know that that organization, like the fans, like they view that as a championship. It's a championship, but sort of kind of feels like it's not. It like, feels like it didn't happen. It feels like he has to win another one to be in the, he's never going to be in the Kobe magic conversation, but like to be below, right below them. Like he's not even in the shack world right now. No. Like how does Based he. Based on his LA Laker career. Is he one of the top five Lakers? To God, no. no. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. No. Top 10? The uh, best. La- Magic is number one. He's the be- He's the number one Laker of all time. Magic. I think Kareem, Kareem is number two. I think Shaq, Kobe, Kobe is Kobe is three. Shaq is four. Jerry West. West. Elgin. Um, Elgin. Wilt. You could do. I mean, that's that's seven deep. And you could and you so worthy. Rambus. And we're just talking all time Laker. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not just saying James Worthy be- is better than 
LeBron. I'm just saying that right now he's a more beloved Laker than LeBron. Byron Scott. I feel good about those eight being better. Powell Gasol. Powell. Powell could be inching. He could be on the Powell category. Powell is also beloved by Kobe. So there's that part. What What about Big Shot Bob? He's on the team. Nick Van Exel. Derek Vlade. Fish, Derek Fisher. Give me some Divots. Vlade's beloved because he led to Kobe. Vladi Dottie. Vladi was the Vladi was the the trade to the Charlotte uh, Hornets that allowed for Kobe to be a Laker. Vladi so Dottie. Seven or eight we like the potty. On a Laker front. Oh yeah. I mean we I don't I don't think there's any question that he's behind the eight in Laker fan world. So like all the people that love the Lakers, the Cowboys and the Yankees. He's behind Magic, Kareem, Kobe, Shaq, Jerry West, Elgin, Wilt, and Worthy. At the very best, as he stands right now. That's tough. Sad that Jerry West's so angry, according to the TV show I watch. <laughs> well, how far are you into it? Still only one episode. Okay. <laughs> and he was very angry in that episode. Where, what happened on Black Sales last night? Uh, last night, I didn't get any Black Sales. We had a, a good time over at Spoto's with the fellas. Okay. Because Charles Vane is, is, is quite formidable. Oh, Vane's good, and his voice is a bold choice on the voice. I like it though; it work. I mean, feel he feels like a pirate. I just wonder if he really talked like that, like that actor, or if it's just I've never heard him. That. I've never seen him in anything else. So I have and, no idea. and Flint is great. Flint is a tremendous actor, character. Yeah. Flint just took on the what episode that we watched. He just duped that crud who went who went from being like a weenie to like biting a guy's throat to like leading a mutiny against Flint, the guy who oh, was yeah. the accountant. <clears throat> and right, then, and then. He was, like, trying to be the captain, and Flint was like, listen, man, whatever you do, don't do this. I think you should do this. So, of course, leading him to do this, take the path over there and try to get his first win. And the guy's like, are you Captain Flint when they board that ship? And he's like, uh, well, you should be intimidated me anyway. The guy's like, whatever. And so here. they fought him, wiped out a bunch of guys. Flint's back as the captain now, feeling pretty good about himself. Yeah, he's all back in the mix. Yeah, as he should. He's a stud. Yeah, he is. And John Silver is a stud. He lives a good life. He's wily, I'll tell you that. He is. He's able to get out of tremendous predicaments in which the odds of his survival are slim to none. He repeatedly, he just has a knack for yeah for survival. And you know he's got to survive because he is in Treasure Island. There's history. And same with Billy Bones. Like, I didn't tell, Miss Kay did not know that Billy Bones was also in, in Treasure Island. But I was like, I, have, I had a feeling he was going to be just fine. He's going to be just fine on this one. Yeah. All right, we'll draft our Masters foursome uh, for the big competition coming up next. Do we still have that game from last year where well. we can like actually track it? Where it's like we do need that tracking ability. But it yeah. was four things, right? It was a an American player, a foreign player, all right. I'll start a U.S. A former, cha- got, a former champion, and then a yeah. Gibby's got a two and a half minute break to sort it out. Oh, Cleveland okay. Browns daily eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Hey, you're thinking about upgrading your enterprise operating system, but you can't afford the downtime and disruption that goes with a major overhaul. Bo here for my friends at EOX Vantage. They're data scientists, but also business operations experts. Your EOX Vantage team does not take a rip-and-replace approach to improving your operating systems. Instead, they help you build onto what you already have so you make the best use of your investment, both old and new. 
If you're fearing your employees will stress out over your new systems, EOX Vantage works to ensure your people can easily adapt to their new workflows at a comfortable pace. You can start out by making easily manageable choices and then add on more when the time is right. You can read more, other read about how other business owners have overhauled their systems without overwhelming their people at eoxvantage.com. Um, all right, do we have our categories here for this? Yeah, we do. So uh, you got to go to go to masters.com. And you build a team. It's first-timers, past champs, United States, and international are your four golfers. And then there's a tiebreaker that you go through. Oh, nice job on the music there. I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited. I know exactly who I'm going with the first-timers. Because there's, right. there's a guy that I like there that I'm going to go with. So I'm on this. I'm on the masters.com. I'm on the app. Okay. So then you go to players. Go to fantasy. And that's where it'll, that's where it'll show up for you. You want fantasy. I've actually got to go to masters.com for this. All yeah. right. Are you guys ready? What are yeah. my categories? Yeah, I'm kind of ready. First timers, past champions, United States, international, and then a tiebreaker. All right. I like this. So you got to go through. So my first timer is going to be. That's got to be my last one. I don't even know. Okay. First All timers. Right. I got no shot at that. Not follow golf until right now. Well, you you're in some sort of convoluted league that you've been doing all season. I don't know who's playing well. Um, I don't know I, by the way, after my you're, one your year, favorite ought to be, you ought to be like you ought to give us odds. This is outrageous. I don't. My team is so you bad this year. Strokes. Why can't we get my right. my team is horrific this year. I just want to know if you're going to draft six guys and start replacing guys. Come yeah, Saturday we need to have a rule about that. Yeah, we have to have a rule. That. We're not doing that. We're not replacing guys. No replacement. By the way, it is getting dark out. It looks like the wrath of God coming. <laughs> Great. Again. Perfect. Great. Fantastic. Perfect. Can't wait for it Wonderful. to rain for a thousand days in a row. Um, all right. I'm not even seeing this. Click on the fa- on the upper left. I'm on the fantasy, but then like, where do I see a list of first-time like, build a roster. Click just go build down to build a roster. Build a roster. You can and do it'll this. It'll just give you the option. Everybody can follow along. Yeah. Build your own rosters. We can all we can all do this. Yeah, I'll send you a link to, for the actual con- or contest. We can, or I can try dumping them all in. There are a lot of talented players going out here, baby. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'm clicking on fantasy. I don't see build your roster anywhere. All right. Well, you know. Oh, here you go. Here we go. Oh, there oh. he is. Oh, boy. Oh, babe. I found it. All right. First timers. Not a lot of names you know, probably. No. But you know some of them on there. You definitely know some of the names on there. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Taylor Gooch. Okay. I just like that name. I'm going with Tom Hoagie. Good job out of you. Yeah, who are you going with, Gibbe? I don't even know. I don't know any of these people. Riveting. No, I'm going to go Cameron Davis. It's a nice name. A Cam Davis. Cam Davis is going to be my uh, my newcomer. That's Cam riveting radio. Davis. All right, so I've got Tom Hoagie. Tom Hoagie. Who do you got, Gibby? I like how you go to riveting radio, then it's you sitting here wondering. You don't know who any of these people are. Just pick one. <laughs> Jeez. I'm going Harold Varner the third. Perfect. Everyone loves an H. Varner. Uh, past champs. I'm taking Spieth. Spieth is past champs? Yeah, I'm taking Spieth. I'm going to go with Patrick Reed. Oh, a little Patrick. All right. Am I supposed to be writing all these down? No, we're no, writing them down. Right we make it easy. We need You need your past champ, Dibbe. 
going through. I haven't done any prep for this. Nobody has. None of us have. I don't even know who any of these people are, Gibbe. How many birdies do you think are made at an average Masters tournament? So how many people are in the field? I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe 100? Sure. How okay. many How many birdies are made? Yeah. Like in the course of the whole thing? Yeah. Oh, I, that's, I can't even wrap my head around Who that. did you guys take? Gibbe, don't worry about it. Pick whoever you want as a past champion. Yeah. Take Bubba. All right, I'm in. My selections are finished. My team is made. All right, United States. I'm passing Gibby up. That's fine. I got my whole team done. I want Morikawa. Okay. So you've got a Cameron, a Morikawa. Cam Davis, Patrick Reed, and Morikawa. Who do you got? Who's your American? Kepka. Kepka. And my international's John Rahm. Well, we can pick the same guy, right? Yeah, like, you yeah, can pick the same guy. Yeah, Rom's the international, clearly. And then I'll have Kepka. Cameron Smith's a nice. I, I want Kepka as my uh, my wild card tiebreaker. Cameron Smith is no, uh, your tiebreaker is, is how many birdies are made in the whole match. Oh, oh, which I don't have any historical. Oh stats. my gosh, yeah, that, I I've, can't do that. I don't even know what that is. I've thrown, We're not. It's not going to come to that. No, I've thrown out a number of six hundred. All right, so I've got Morikawa, Rom, Reed, and Davis. Gibby's still picking an inter. Gibble's still trying to pick her. No, you don't. You're still trying to pick a past champion. I am. Take Fred Couples. Ben Crenshaw. Fred, Freddie, I like Freddie. Ben Crenshaw. Not going to be there. Take take Sam Sneed, Gibbs. Gibby. Sam Sneed. (laughs) Take Sam Sneed. The Slammer. You're going to ask me another radio engineering question? (laughs) Take Nicholas. Take Jack. Nobody's taking Tiger. Mm-mm. Man, all right. Well, Hoagie Gibby hits bombs. Hoagie should be this. I feel like this should be a nice, did a it, nice did one. Did you guys for take him. Dustin? Mm-hmm. No, champs. I did not. Mm-mm. I'll go Dustin. All right. All right. How, what's the scoring? How do we even know how this works? Do we have to save know, this like, and create I just an account? Got us on this site during a commercial break. I don't all know right. the rules. We'll st- we'll stumble on this and we'll do higher or lower coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Lots of bad advice out there about gambling, secret methods, picking lottery numbers, betting big when you're on a roll, the miss can lose. Uh, you money, get you a lot of trouble. So before you wager, find out what's real and what isn't at KeepItFunOhio.com. Are we doing a little higher, lower, better, or worse, Gibby? Yes, sir. Very good. We were in a meeting yesterday with some top men that I that I, I didn't know if it was higher, lower, better, or worse, right. baby. I, I don't know. I, I do. I think it was a little confusing. I turned around in the middle of the meeting and looked at Zagura and goes, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm confused as to what I'm supposed to be rooting for here. <laughs> Just want it to be better, baby. Just be better. Okay, but better actually was worse. Worse in this situation. <laughs> That's right. Uh, higher or lower presented by the Ohio Lottery today. CBSSports.com ranking the NFL divisions from number one to number eight. Okay. As we start to wind down free agency, which I don't know how we're winding it down, but 
It seems that it's winding down. We're in here. a pause. It's a pause now. It's a big pause. Big right pause. Right we're just waiting. Huge pause. Huge. Huge. All right. Paula said it. Higher or lower? Number one is the AFC West. Higher, lower, or just right? Zagura. It's absolutely perfect. It, it couldn't be better. You've got the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Broncos, the Raiders. It is top to bottom, the best division in football, period. Mahomes, Herbert, Wilson, Carr. I don't know that there's been a division in the history of the league that tops that. Same. Well, and then you could go Mac Bosa. Oh gosh, you want to? Of course, go, yeah. They're all good you football go Chandler teams. Jones, Devontae Adams. You yeah. Could, yeah. Oh yeah. They're all great football teams. Beside Loaded. that, but just and, but they also have the, a, an impact defensive player. Right. Yeah. We just have never seen a division with that type of quarterback talent ever. Thank goodness we're not playing that division, except for one team. Thank God. No, that's the one. Yeah. That's it. Thank goodness. Next. Higher or lower? Number two is the AFC North. Bengals, Browns, Ravens, Steelers, Bishop. Higher, lower, or just right? I would like to see what the Seattle Seahawks do at quarterback. It's between us and the NFC West, in my view. And I... But I mean, look, the same questions that the Seahawks have, those same questions could be posed to the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, what's going on with Lamar? Like, is I mean, he, he's still there, though. He right. Still... I, he's there, but, yes. eh, you know. Every day I'm that fine goes with, by look, that he doesn't sign that extension. So if you just, just take him. Like, the Rams, better than the Bengals. They played in the Super Bowl better. Second best team in the division, us versus 49ers. Pretty close. I would think we're slightly better than yeah, the Niners. I like, but us, better. I like us better. Quarterback. Our quarterback situation, yeah. I like it a little better. Uh, Ravens, Cardinals. I like the Ravens. Better. I'd go Ravens because of the coaching staff. Cause... Yeah, and Steelers are better than – so, yeah, it's probably fair. It's the sweet spot, second. The question, I think, is actually third and fourth. Next. Which is <laughs> higher or lower? <laughs> Number three is the NFC West. All right, NFC West, you have the defending Super Bowl champions. NFC, AFC East, you've got Buffalo. Buffalo versus the Rams today. Who are you mm. taking? Uh, still Rams because I – Buffalo's the favorite, so Buffalo probably. But the rest of it, it gets off the rails pretty quickly. I mean, it's Tua, it's Mack, and it's Wilson. Like, they're not on the level of, of Kyler in the 49ers situation, Lance. I don't think. But it could I mean, still the, be Garoppolo. Okay, the Dolphins have a great defense. But it still could be Garoppolo. They've got Tyreek Hill. They've got Waddle. They do. They've got a new co. They've got a Niners. It's I just think those quarterbacks. Be... I don't like any of those quarterbacks. I don't like Wilson. I don't like Mack. And I don't like Tua. I think None if these two divisions played them played each other head-to-head, -head, and if Seattle's rolling where they're rolling right now, the Jets could split with them. New England and Belichick, I feel like, would be able to get the better of Arizona. It's close. I still it's really think, close. It's still close. I still think the NFC West You're is rooting, better. That means Mac Jones is going to outduel Kyler Murray. It, no, it means that Belichick is going to outscheme Kingsbury. I give Which you is that, in play, but, but I, I still like the West NFC West better. Just I like the I NFC West quarterbacks right. better, but I think it's close. 
it, it is. It, I, I thought it was a little eye-opening to me that the NFC West was still held in. That's in that the only one. Regard. I mean, the four of the first five are all in the AFC. Yeah. So number three is the NFC West. We're good there. Yeah, it has the right. The, the, this is the right order. One, two, three, four. Right? Yep. Yeah. AFC East number four. Next. Higher or lower. Takes us to number five, and this is where things get interesting. Five, six, seven, and eight. Number five is the AFC South. Colts. Tannehill. At the QB. So it's, it's Tannehill, Tannehill Trevor, Davis Mills, and Matt Ryan versus Dak, Wentz, Dan Dimes, and Jalen Hurts. Like, I almost feel like Brady alone elevates the NFC South. I don't I, understand. What about the NFC North? So, Rodgers right. and Brady so, alone elevate those two divisions. Let's in just, the North, you have you also have Cousins and, have and Fields. Right. Just keep playing the music, Nick. We don't need the higher or lower sound effects. Number five is the AFC South. Number six, the NFC East. Number seven, the NFC North. And number eight, the NFC South. I don't right, understand let's, how let's play a, this game. a division with Tom let's, Brady in it. Let's is take the last Because those four. are one. Those two are... <laughs> They're trying the to do the whole like division. Two tricks, two trick pony. The South is one. There's one team. There's can... one team. But if you're, I think there's only two Super Bowl contenders in this bottom four divisions, and they're in the last two ranked. They are neither Packers in and the Bucks. South nor the East. Although Dallas would probably want to say it's a Super Bowl contender, but I wouldn't. Okay, not with Mike would McCarthy. Uh, no, no. Yeah, I, I would have Green Bay and Tampa Bay, and then you know, the one I'm curious about. I think the NFC North is the one that's done the most wrong here because I think the Packers are obviously a Super Bowl contender. The Vikings aren't that far. In the NFC, they're not that far. If Fields makes a leap, they didn't have to make a leap. Like, they're competent. And Detroit, I think, was better than their record indicated. Yes. So, to me, the NFC North ought to be five. They've got a Super Bowl contender. And they've got the Vikings, who are a playoff team, and then two bad teams. And as good if as Trevor Lawrence is, and as much money as Jacksonville spent, I don't know if they spent it wisely or not, and if any of those signees are going to impact or if really If you're pick, drafting wins. those two divisions, Green Bay is the first pick. Indian Tennessee would be two and three. Four would be, I'm guessing, the Vikings. Vikings, yeah. Five. Then it gets five could be Jacksonville. I guess you could maybe. We, make, would you also acknowledge though that the difference between the Packers and the Titans and the yeah, Colts I'm is fine big? With it. I'm fine with that. Is it though with no Devonte Adams and a wide receiver core I'm that you have no it. idea? He's, they'll draft a quarter. And, they'll draft a receiver at and twenty-two. He's Aaron Rodgers. He's Rodgers. I'm not. You know, they'll be fine. Yeah, but uh, they'll go twelve and I don't five know. or thirteen and four. Simply because they play in their division. <laughs> I think the worst. I kind of think the worst division in football. I mean, it's the South because those three teams are dreadful. Although the Saints maybe not, might not I mean, be like, dreadful. It's a lot on Winston. We stuck our neck out from him last year, and I don't know that we were rewarded. It was five and two before he got hurt. Yeah, but it was a five and two. It was a paper tiger five and two, buddy. Fine. Well, the Saints think they're a legit playoff contender. Yeah. I don't know. I'll tell you what. I think the uh, the NFC East is really bad. I think it's bad. I think the – yeah. The NFC South is the worst. It, can you imagine if Brady didn't come back, how bad that division would be? Yeah. You could be dreadful. like 7-10 and 10 and win that division. Yeah, you could go with a losing record. If Brady wasn't in the – if no Brady wasn't, didn't go back to Tampa. I don't know that the NFC East 
I think the NFC East might be better than the NFC South. It is. I agree with you because, you know, Washington's going to be competent. Dallas yeah, is good. good defense. Giants aren't very good. Philly will be competent. So, yeah, no, I think the NFC – I think the NFC North's better than – I would have the NFC North fifth. I would have the AFC South sixth. Then I'd go NFC East and NFC South. That's the way I'd do that. What's your final ranking? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I would move the South, like you did, down. NFC North up. So I'd go West. I'd go the top top four exactly the same. Then I would probably go NFC North, AFC South, NFC South, NFC East. So you just have East below South? Yeah. Yeah. Is that simply because of Tom Cause Brady? Because you have a Super Bowl team. I think you have a real Super Bowl team. And you don't in the NFC East. So that would just, but the, the and I'm not argue, convinced. You I'm not, make a real argument that the that the three worst, I mean, certainly Carolina and Atlanta are going to be dreadful. dreadful. And the Saints could be dreadful. I don't. I just don't think the Saints are going to be dreadful. I don't know why the Saints think they're a couple players away from contending. I just think they have a good. I defense, just. I think you're just at a situation where my hunch is, put yourself in their shoes. Sean Payton and Drew Brees were the face of the organization for all those years. Now Brees is gone and Payton's gone in back-to-back years, and you're left. You're Randy Mueller and you're Dennis Allen, the coach there, sure, I believe. And you're saying, hey, man, we can't fall off a cliff or else we're gone, and this is going to be a rebuild. So I just think that they're loaded up to try to be a playoff team. And in the NFC, you can be. You're talking about yeah. Dallas, Nine and Tampa, eight will get you a playoff Green Bay, spot, Dallas, Tampa, Green Bay, Niners, Rams, Niners. You got two more teams: Cards, Vikings, Vikings, would Cards. Be the favorites those today. would be the seven. But there aren't the Cardinals and Vikings aren't super teams. No, by any stretch. And then you would say maybe could the football team with their defense help put it together? Correct. Carson Wentz get That's into the right. playoffs. That's where I'm at. Now the AFC is so much more loaded; it's absurd. I mean, the Bucks could go like I don't know. Have any idea what they're their AFC opponents are, their crossover games. But they're going to go 6-0 and in their division. I'd be shocked. They should. All the Saints have had his number. They have had his number, but that was – I mean, I just can't. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they that should be – The AFC good. is loaded. The NFC so, is not. But the NFC's top is very top-heavy. Yes. Here's the Here are the Colts' opponents in 2022. Home games, uh, Jaguars, Texans, Titans, Chiefs, Chargers, Steelers, Eagles, Washington. So you get the NFC East, but you get the AFC West. Away games, Broncos, Raiders, Patriots, Giants, Cowboys, Vikings. Hmm. That's a pretty brutal schedule. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It is. It's going to be... What's going to be fun to see is do the favorites that we think are the favorites in the NFC, do they just hold serve, right? Because if they do, you feel pretty good that your top three seeds in some order are going to be Tampa, Green Bay, and the Rams. So does that actually come to fruition? Dallas is probably feels like you're four, right? You're, that's like the top four. Can the Niners or somebody unseat the defending Super Bowl champs? I don't know. I don't feel like there's any doubt in my mind that the NFC North and South are going to be won by Green Bay and Tampa Bay. The East... I feel like it'll be won by Dallas, but they could have an injury. Who you know? Yeah. The NFC West, the Rams are the everybody's the favorites there. Whereas in the AFC, I don't know who the favorite is in the AFC West. To be honest with you, AFC North there is no favorite. AFC East, the Buffalo Bills are definitely the favorite. In the AFC South, I don't know that there is a favorite between Indiana and Tennessee. 
No. So it's a very top-heavy conference, but, I mean, just the depth of the AFC is loaded. It's yeah. going to be surviving. is going to be wild. 13 playoff teams yeah. in the AFC, eight contenders who think they're Super Bowl contenders in the AFC. Yes. So much more to come. You can listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Swags is wearing ones today. Of course he is. The black and blue ones. Black and blue. Why wouldn't he? A beautiful combination, if I do say so myself. Hey, congratulations on making it through the show today without a demerit. <laughs> you just shocked yourself, but you, you try. Hey, let me ask you a question. They're coming for you on Twitter. Again. So, hey, they're so, on to you. So today they're doing the Twitter's fake. Today they're doing the um, yeah, the par three where they bounce it across the water. Sixteen. How would you do that? You gotta you gotta hit a low iron and you gotta try to like blade it into like a little stinger. So could you do that? Have you tried that at, a, at your local I have water not. We par three? We don't have a setup like that. No. How I've many do you have to have an elevated? Have have? The one they do like ten to twelve skips. Do you have an elevated? Do you need it an can't elevated? Be elevated. Box? You it can't be elevated. It can't be. It's got to no, be level. You got to be, be like low. That's why they do it off the downslope so, right in front of it. So eleven. At. At your spot. at my spot. I think you could do that. Yeah, we'd have to move to the very front of very the very front box. of the tee box, just Next, off the this, water, and we'll try play, to boom. And I want right, you we'll to. I do. want you to do it. All right. I like that. That's what we're gonna do. I should also tell you that if your car, truck, or motorcycle accident caused you an injury, call the injury lawyers at 100 Elk, Ohio. They're going to give you a free case review. Elk and Elk is a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. And finally, the next level is next. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cleveland Browns Daily 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.